It is Tesva of Kislev Tafshim Peydal, the 15th of the month of Kislev 5784, here at the database with Rabbi Shua Eisenberg. We're here at Inyana Diomi. We are going to note two incredible recent connections between Parsha Shavua and Dafyomi. Last week, Parsha's Vayetse coincided with Daf Yud Zayin and Bavakama, 17 and Bavakama. That took place on Vav Kislev. And that Gemara, which we will talk about in a moment, bears a lot of relevance to this week's Parsha as well, Parsha's Vayishlach. And earlier today, Yudal Kislev coincided with Chofhei in Bavakama, Bavakama 25, where we find another connection to this week's Parsha, Parsha's Vayishlach. And between these two Gemaras that we're going to look at, we will walk away with at least three strategies against the Eight Sahara, three strategies against our adversaries, three Zechusim that perhaps we can have, three Zechuyos that we can use in our spiritual Mohamos and perhaps our physical Mohamos as well. The first Gemara comes to us from Yud Zayin and Bavakama, the very end of the first parak in Bavakama, where the Gemara cites a Pasuk that it had cited earlier at the beginning of the parak, and it gives an Agadita on it. What does the Pasuk mean? Praiseworthy fortune are you who sows by all the waters. Those who send the foot of the donkey. And of the ox and of the donkey. So it says the Gemara, Kala Osek B'Torah, this comes to teach us that those who are Osek in Torah, right, the, the Gemara Darshan's the word Zriya, of sowing to be connected to doing Chesed, um, or to doing Tzedakah. So whoever is Osek in Torah, Gemilas Chasadim, of course, sowing by the waters, Ein Mayim El Torah. So whoever engages in Torah and Gemilas Chasadim, Zohcha Nachlas Shnei Shvatim, will be Zohcha to the inheritance of two of the tribes. And who are the two tribes? Well, they correspond to the Shor and the Chamar. And who can that be? We know from the Berachas the Berach Yaakov and the Berachas Moshe, the Shor, is a reference to none other than Yosef at Tzadik, and the Chamar is a reference to none other than Yisachar, Chamar Goren. And of course, in the beginning, and we know that in uh, Parshas Vayetze, that was when, of course, the Shvatim, the majority of them were born, including Yosef and Yisachar. Yisachar first, Yosef um, a little while after. And of course, it's at the beginning of this week's Parsha that Yaakov Avinu comes back to Esav, sending him a message, Vayhili Shor Chamar. He tells Esav, guess what I have? Shor and Chamor. Now the Pashib shot, of course, this is a reference to the livestock that Yaakov had collected in the home of Lavan. However, the voracious Rabbah tells us in Ayin Hei Yud Beis that what is the Shor a reference to and what is the Chamor a reference to? You've guessed it. It's a reference to none other than Yosef and to Yisachar. What's the connection between Yosef and Yisachar and that which the Gemara cited about uh, Torah and Gemilas Chasadim. So there's a commentary called the Maris Ha'ayin, and he explains on the Gemara over there that Yosef um, represents the Gemilas Chasadim here um, for, for providing for his family and providing for, for the world during the time of hunger. And of course the Torah is, uh, is, is symbolized by Yisachar, who always bears the burden of Torah, knowing calculations and setting up calendars and so on and so forth. And it is with these two zechuyos that Yaakov comes back to Esav, saying, in a certain sense, come at me. I have the pillars of Yosef and Yisachar on my side. I have the zechuyos of, of Gemilas Chasadim and Torah. Torah and Gemilas Chasadim. It's interesting to note that the, uh, that 
Yaakov is supported by Yosef and Yisachar, not Zevulun and Yisachar. We know the typical partnership is, is Yisachar and Zevulun, that the Torah is supported by the, the Kemach and the, the Parnasa that's provided by, uh, by Zevulun. However, perhaps the, the allusion to Yosef is in reference to the, the larger community service, not just the sustenance, but or I should say the private sustenance, but to the communal and national sustenance that's provided by Yosef. And maybe we would even say that Yosef represents not just Gamil Schasadim, but being Kuvayitim as well. We know that Yosef, just like Yaakov, before he went out into the world, he learned the Torah of Shem and Ever. So Yaakov as well gave over the Torah of Shem and Ever to Yosef before Yosef would go into Galus to become a Mepharnes. But anyway, the first two zechuyos, they come from Yosef and Yisachar, from Torah and Gemil Chasadim. And then we get to another fascinating connection. So we have Torah and Chasad together. Um, perhaps that's two zechuyos. And then the more um, esoteric and out there zechuyos perhaps comes from what we find when the Pasuk tells us about Yivasar Yaakov Levando. The Yaakov was left behind. Right, so why was he left behind? He was left behind, Rashi tells us, based on the Gemara and Chulin, that he was left behind because he had forgotten Pachim Ketanim, these little jugs. What's really fascinating is in our daf today, we literally find Pachim Ketanim um, earlier today in Chafei and Bavakama. The Gemara had been discussing the concept of a Kavachomer, a 40 or argument from lenient to stringent, the concept of Dayo, the principle which tells us whether or not we can go further than what the Kavachomer would have, would have originally suggested, the limitations on a Kavachomer. And the Gemara draws some connections um, to learn about this rule from the concepts of Tuma and Tahara. And it is there where the Gemara mentions that there's something special about Pach and Ketanim. Uh, maybe not so special in and of itself, but Pach and Ketanim have the ability to block from the Tuma of a Zav or a Zava certain kinds of discharge that come out of a person. So these jars, they can, they, they, um, can become tummy from Tumas Mace, but they are able to block Tuma of Ziva. And the question is, if there's any significance at all to the Pachim Ketanim that Yaakov Vina goes back for, why does he even go back for Pachim Ketanim? How does Rashi, how does the Gemara even know that he went back for small jugs? Well, how, well maybe it was something else. Maybe it was something more significant. So in fact... The Mefarshe Rashi all comment that, no, Yaakov did not go back for any, anything significant because the Pasuk already tells us that everything he had, he passed over the, the, the river of Yabok. And if he passed everything over already, so then there couldn't have been anything of significance behind. So there was probably something insignificant. And in fact, that's the whole point of the Gemara. The Gemara says that chasen tzadikim amamonah, that tzadikim care about even the little things, even their small jars, even, when, even something that's not worth so much because they earn their property from Hashem and they get it through faithfulness, not, not through theft. And therefore, they care about every little thing. Every little object they have can be used in service of Hashem. So what right do you have to just let it go? And perhaps herein really lies the significance of these Pacham Ketanim. The significance of the Pacham Ketanim is in their insignificance. You might have said, look, these aren't worth anything. What can they do? What can they accomplish? And we learn from the metaphysics of Tuma and Tahara that apparently they actually can accomplish something.
how the rules of Tumah Tahara are affected through these jars, that the jars actually can block Tumah. And if the, if the battle between Yaakov against Esav is about anything, it's about the spiritual realm, it is about the Eight Sahara, the effects of Tumah, and these jars have the capabilities of blocking Tumah. Maybe not all kinds, but we see from the very, their very essence, no matter how small they are, they are capable of doing something in the world of Tumah and Tahara. There is nothing too insignificant. The Eight Sahara might try to convince you that they're insignificant, and in fact, it is exactly at that point when Yaakov goes back for the jars that he gets attacked by the Sar Shales of the, the guardian angel, the Eight Sahara, who is the guardian angel of Esau, the Satan himself, trying to tell us that things are insignificant, that we shouldn't make a big deal over the little things. And that's how the Eight Sahara always gets us. And Yaakov says, no, I'm going to fight, I'm going to sacrifice even for the little things. And what emerges from Yaakov's battle over Esau, and what emerges from Yaakov going back for these little jars? So the Rios Shlomo, a commentary on the Mizrahi, was a commentary on Rashi, as well as the Megala Mukos, and I'm sure many others have noted this point. But the Pachim Katan in the small jug at this time of year reminds us appropriately and reasonably of the Pach Shemen of Hanukkah, and they suggest that it was in the schos of Yaakov going back for this little jar, this insignificant little jar, that Hashem would produce a very significant miracle much later in time, in the times of the Hashemunoyim. Because the Ivanim as well would have told you that something so mundane, like a little jar, has little spiritual significance. And yet we see the abilities of the jar in the world of Tumah and Tahara, something that Yivonim would have never given any credence to. And yet we see Tumah being blocked by these little jars, Nisim happening through these jars, providing us yet another schos against our adversaries. So again, we started with Torah Gemilas Chasadim, and not only that, but even in the mundane world, not minimizing the, signif- the significance of even one little jar. Who knows what difference it could make. If you enjoyed this share and others like it on the podcast and want to partner with us with a sponsorship, or if you have questions, comments, concerns, recommendations, or you want to join the database podcast WhatsApp group, where you find links to every uploaded share and links to share that I repost due to their relevance, then all you have to do is reach out to me at thedatathenbase, B-E-I-S at gmail.com. Until next time, stay tuned and attuned to these incredible Inyana Diomi. Thank you for joining us here at the database.